and welcome to Letters from the Road, stories and encouragement from your traveling friends, us, Jamie and Clay Schumacher. Hey, friends. Hello, and welcome to episode 34. Today, we are talking about game night. Uh, I think it'll be kind of fun. We'll talk about the game night we used to host, the games we liked to play, the games we still like to play, what we carry with us in our camper. Should be fun. But first, as always, I'll remind you that Letters from the Road has a companion substack. Letters from the road pod.com will take you there. You can read two letters per week for free, as always, and get them in your inbox if you would like. You can also upgrade your subscription if you like what we're doing, and you will get it's either $5 per month, $40 for the year, or more if you choose. And that will get you access to the Pen Pals Discord, where we chat real time with our Pen Pals, share travel updates, rig upgrades. We've been all kinds of chatter in there this week. Yeah, we've been talking about a lot of different books. We've been yes. t- <laughs> talking about things Movies. we like to do or listen to while we drive. Yeah, it's been fun. We had a lot of, we'll talk about it in a minute, but we had a lot of long drives this week. So we were chatting away with the pen pals. It was a lot of fun. Yeah, but becoming a pen pal, I mean, really mostly it lets us know that you appreciate what we're doing and uh, helps us keep doing it. Yeah, it keeps the lights on here at LFTR. <laughs> And we love getting the chance to, uh, really, it's selfish. I like, re- I really enjoy talking to the pen pals. It's like, I really enjoy getting the chance to connect with everyone. Totally. And I think uh, when this episode comes out, we will have just had our very first live happy hour. Yeah. Virtual <laughs> happy hour sans Kevin McCarthy. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, that's going on on our Discord. Yes. During the week on your birthday. On my birthday. This week, we'll have drinks with our pen pals. I know. Uh, if you're listening to this, and you weren't there, well, it was probably a lot of fun and you missed it this time, but you can still join and get in on the next one. Yeah. Surprise bonus content. That's part of it. But first, Clay, or second, (laughs) (laughs) what are we drinking tonight? Uh, This is one of our all-time favorites. Yes. Uh, This is from Icicle Brewing. In in... Leavenworth, Washington. You got it. Yep. Uh, This is called Dark Persuasion. It's another beer. Yep. I mean, I'm pretty sure that's like all we drink anymore. Well, Sunday night, Sunday night cocktails <laughs> started as cocktails a lot of times. Yeah, but it was like one. But it's really fun to get beers from where we go. Yeah, I like. And then talk about them. I like sampling the different beers. Uh, and frankly, when we've gone to different distilleries, there's one in town we might check it out. Mm-hmm. We've gone to different distilleries. Either things don't taste that different or they're kind of bad. Yeah. <laughs> craft breweries, it does seem like craft breweries tend to like. At least be like pretty good for I the most part. I also don't like a lot of the wineries we've been to. Yeah. <laughs> uh, maybe I'm just too picky so, about that stuff. I'm not as picky about so. beer, I guess. Or maybe the craft breweries are better. I don't know. I think maybe it's easier to be a good craft brewery. I'm not sure. Yeah. I Man, I, do, I just don't like sweet, fruity wines, which is like what a lot of small wineries are. Ah, uh, yeah, that makes sense. And I don't. And the distilleries, some of them have been okay, but then you like put it in a cocktail and it's like the same as right i don't know at some point and also we haven't had like a bar set up really very good in the airstream we have a lot of like mixers and stuff so i feel Mm -hmm. like if we get stocked back up a little bit there might be some like fun cocktail recipes coming from sunday night cocktails in the near future that could be a lot of fun if you guys have cocktail recipes that you want us oh, to try yeah we will totally try it on, that would the, be fun. on the podcast yeah send it our way be a good way to incorporate that yes uh because yeah <laughs> we're gonna be here in leavenworth for a while 
Yeah, we so are. So visiting the new breweries from where we are might not be a thing for just a little bit on the cast. Well, there's uh, at least I like mean, one more here, right? And there's a distillery there here, and there are a, a lot few of more like here. wine shops. We could try some stuff. Okay, so there's a bunch here. Yeah, we can try some things. But we didn't actually talk about what Dark Persuasion is. Oh, right. Dark Persuasion is a German chocolate beer from one of our favorite breweries, Icicle Brewing in Leavenworth, Washington, which we've totally talked about before on the podcast. Did we mention it's Icicle Brewing in Leavenworth, Icicle Washington? Icicle Brewing in Leavenworth, Washington. <laughs> <laughs> not a sponsor not a sponsor yet no but it is seriously it is yeah. one of our favorite breweries it really is um and it really made an impression on us when we were here like two and a half years ago yeah and that was like covid times and only outside with like the or like inside outside with the garage doors up yes and so it was a lot different this time yeah the inside in the beer hall is like very different now and it's really cute super cute they had bingo uh-huh. going on tonight. yeah and they had a bunch of games and stuff upstairs where we sat yeah, like brain teaser games. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it was super fun. We had a lot of fun with the kids playing those. Had a few great beers. Yeah, yeah. I had the dark persuasion, per, dark persuasion, because that's always been my favorite. And then I also had the porter, which was I don't remember what it was called, but it was really, really good. Yeah, I can't remember the name of it either, but it was like a really like good toasty porter, almost like salty. Mm-hmm. It went really yeah, well was, with some of the it, pickles. It, what it all almost did seem salted. You're right. Yeah, it was great. It went really well with the, yeah, we just mm-hmm. had like bar snacks and pretzels. And I guess uh, a couple of us had grilled cheese and tomato soup as well. It was well. like a tomato bisque. It, and I think it had, what's the stuff in rye bread? Caraway? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It seemed like it had that in it. It was probably from Yodel and a lot of their soups are from Yodel. Sounds Yodel. really good. They don't have a large food menu, but it's very good. Yeah. Oh, it's solid. Yeah. yeah. I think we had almost everything on it tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Not quite. Not quite. <laughs> And it yeah, was like hundred bucks. It wasn't like it's. <laughs> yeah, I had an IPA, and mm-hmm. uh, well, actually, I had two different IPAs. Yeah, one was their uh, Alpenhaze Hazy uh-huh. IPA, very, very uh, good same classic. one that I had mm-hmm. last time we were here in town, and then um, also got the uh, Kokua, which is the one I talked about from Lumberyard Brewing uh-huh. in Flagstaff. Yep. Um you know, it's not from them; it's actually a recipe from Maui Brewing. Yep. So a bunch of different breweries are collaborating with maui to make this and the proceeds go to help those uh impacted by the maui wildfires that was good i, I tasted that i oh like their gosh. version a little bit better than lumberyard oh it, both were tasty but yeah Very. this one was excellent really really good so we got a growler of the dark persuasion to bring home that's what we're drinking tonight you can also get the cans here i don't know how wide the distribution is but i know you can get it here i've seen them washington. pretty much like everywhere in washington everywhere in washington yeah, yeah. but their storefront here in Leavenworth is just part of the little Bavarian village area. Mm-hmm. So it's not huge, but they have a really cute patio with like fire tables and heaters and it's open all year. And we'll be taking, we'll be partaking in that over the course of the next few months with Frankie and dog friendly. It's a lot of fun. Yeah, we'll definitely be there a few times. I'm, I'm sure this won't be the last time we go there. Although we have <laughs> other places in town to check out too. We do. We do. There's a lot. Yeah, spoiler alert, we did, I guess we should have said we did make it. Obviously, didn't leave, make it to Leavenworth. Uh, yeah. I know we kind of left you hanging last week. It was another, <laughs> like, flurry, like, crazy, yeah. crazy moving week. So, yes. So, man, so much happened. So, I'm dialing it back to last Sunday, we came to you from Palm Springs, where we were drinking the beer from Flagstaff. Mm-hmm. And we had gone to Vegas and moved to Triggs in the middle of that. Yeah, that was a lot. Yeah. And now we're in Washington. So, uh, yeah. We, we 
no biggie. In Palm Springs, it was everything we hoped it would be and more. We did meet up with a couple of families we had met in Mexico last year. We also met friends of friends and made new friends. And it was so full of families and like other full-time traveling families. Mm -hmm. And I would say kind of like like-minded full-time traveling families, people we had a lot in common with and for various reasons. It was a lot of fun. It was like random on a... Monday yeah. night, it seemed like every mom and a few dads ended up in the hot tub together. Yes, it was <laughs> quite crowded, but very fun. Yeah, we so we stayed at the Palm Springs Thousand Trails, mm-hmm. which is actually Palm Desert. Mm-hmm. And it's nice because it's close to a lot of shop, like food shopping and things like that. It's a little closer than when we stayed at the KOA. Yeah, it was super in easy Desert to hot springs. run to Costco mm-hmm. and Trader Joe's and stuff. Yep. Yeah, and the sites are a little tight, but they we didn't really have any issues this time. I think no, we're a lot better at, at that stuff than we used to be. Yeah, that's the first time we had gone to this RV park. We it was like we were still very new with the fifth wheel, and it was uh, we were like ah, we almost hit that tree ah. <laughs> uh, this time it was like oh yeah, this is fine. <laughs> yeah, no one shot at, at the back end, no problem. <laughs> We're getting really good at this. The problem was, though, I would say with the sites, were the burgers everywhere, the goat heads. Oh, my gosh. Everywhere. Oh, I want to forget about those. Yeah, it was like almost like, I want to leave. But we pulled in right next to some friends. It was so fun to be right next to them. It was. It, and there there wasn't much of a site there that wasn't plagued by no. these. But we were in kind of an especially bad section, It I was think. pretty bad, Yeah. It was great, though, because we, we pulled in next to them, and we got to hang out with them, and um, our littlest and the, their kid, well, all of our kids get along, and it, it was just super fun. A couple days later, of another family we had uh, kind of briefly met in Mexico pulled in on the other side of us. Yeah, yeah. It was so much. It was like a big party, like a reunion. It's because a lot of people stage there before they go to Mexico. Mm-hmm. A lot of people are getting ready to go down now before the holidays. And a lot of people just spend the summer kind of bouncing around Southern California. So it was kind of like a nice convergence of people. The the winter, you mean? Yeah. Sorry, the winter. Yeah. I, I'll, yes, the winter. <laughs> <laughs> it was a nice convergence of people uh, that we enjoy seeing. So really great. Day one, we had Zach, our friend, uh, our, who's also a mobile tech, mm-hmm. out kind of giving the rig a once over. He checked the roof. Repacked our wheel bearings. That's the thing. If you're a trailer person, and it's not something I knew. We drove our trailer a lot of miles before I understood that this was something we were supposed to do. I just randomly saw a YouTube video about it one day. <laughs> um, you need to repack your wheel bearings most likely once a year or about every ten thousand miles. Yeah, which. Doesn't sound like that often until you do what we've been doing. <laughs> also, even if it just sits, we've done a few of so those. So we talked to Zach about it. We're like, well, we it's just been sitting for a year, and we had it repacked pretty close to a year ago. Uh-huh. And he said, well, if it's just been sitting, the grease might, get, especially in the heat, like the grease might get pretty bad. Like it's worth redoing. Yeah. So, um, and we had on this rig and on our first rig, we had the easy lube bearings where you can kind of pump the grease in yourself. Mm-hmm. And I had done that on the Mantis, and you, it's a whole process. You like we did it, and it was a lot of work. Yeah, you actually. you crank you crank up the jack. You have to jack it up. Mm-hmm. You have to be able to spin the wheel while you're doing it. Yep. And then we ended up having some bearing problems after we did that. Yep. Ever since then, we've just had it professionally done. 
just had them taken apart and completely repacked. That's like the second or third time we had it done on the Cougar. The third. Yeah. We did it in Hot Springs, Arkansas, after a bunch of travel when we had the tires replaced because we had the tire going bad. We figured we might as well just have the bearings done. At the same yeah, time. that's right. Yep. And then we did it in Oklahoma City before we headed out for the to New Mexico for the fall last year mm-hmm. or two years last year. That was last year. Fall, fall of twenty two. Yeah. Right before we moved out of it, mm-hmm, <laughs> before we mm-hmm. decided, actually, we're going to buy an Airstream. Yeah, right? It's uh, <laughs> like... And the Airstream bearings do not actually have to be repacked. They have the Never Lube bearings, and they're much more like car bearings. They're a big deal if they do fail, but they don't fail very often. That's a whole different thing. So those, if Why you have an Airstream... Why don't they use those on all trailers? I was asking Zach about that, and he said they're more expensive, and when they do fail, it's a big deal, and they're more, they're very expensive. So Sure. Uh, it's an Airstream thing, I guess. <laughs> Airstream just has to be special. But generally, they don't fail. They go a really, really long time without failing. So yeah. kind of like car bearings. You, you don't have to repack your car bearings. So Would that um, even be a thing? Like, I guess, yeah. Yeah, bearings can fail on a car. Sure. Yeah. Weird. They just don't, really. Yeah, like, I've, I feel it's like just I've never cheap. heard it's of It's like that. all this stuff about, like, trailers are cheap stuff. We're not maintenance experts by any means. I'm just telling you. <laughs> I'm not going to tell you how to repack your bearings. I'm just going to tell you, call our friend Zach. Or somebody like him, and he came and did it. We didn't have to put our slides in or anything. He yep. just came and like yep. did that, flushed and replaced the anode on our water heater. Yeah. Uh, we had bought the anode and then like didn't have the right size socket, and he just took care of it while he was out doing everything else for us. Yep. We what else did he clean the sail switch on our furnace? Made sure the furnace was all good to go. Check the roof. Check the roof and checked all our seals. Sealed up a couple of things. Fix the screw tack track tape yeah so that's i thought that was much more like a big issue and i guess it's just mostly cosmetic there's a stuff that covers the screws along the gutter mm-hmm. on the side of the rig and it just had like failed like had come unglued and was flopping around I, that's why i thought our gutters were falling apart and it's mostly like i said mostly cosmetic but uh, we just went ahead and replaced all that yep you so check the lights Oh, yeah, the light situation in the kids' room. Uh, it's not going to burn us down. There's no shorts. It's just lights going bad. They're going out. Yep. We just ordered some new lights, and we're going to put them in ourselves. But that was really helpful. Yeah, he got everything done in, like, three hours. Yeah, and his rates are super reasonable, yeah, too. Yeah, so uh, mobile techs for the win. <laughs> yeah, at least good ones like Zach. Yes. So. We, well, we've had good luck with a couple other ones, too. That's true. That's true. When we got we in have. our accident, we randomly had a mobile tech in our park. I and mean, a lot of times, if you go to it a, was Florida, <laughs> if you go to a thousand trails in the winter, there's probably going to be a mobile tech somewhere yeah. in your park. Yeah, <laughs> go find them. Right? They're probably pretty good if you can get on their schedule. And when we had our accident, we wanted someone to come check our alignment before we drove very much mm-hmm. because we want to make sure we weren't going to like we got the new tires put on, but we wanted to make sure we were going to like not kill them. And we had a bunch of travel planned. Yep. And like make sure our slide wasn't going to get damaged by running it in and out after it had gotten hit and that sort of thing. So uh, we had a mobile tech come out that day that was right in the park and check, did all the like measurements and checking our alignment and everything. And it was, you know, a couple hundred bucks later, we had a lot of peace of mind. But yeah, I mean, like it was really good. We had all the maintenance work, all of the checks kind of done. We yeah. did Halloween. We carved pumpkins. Yeah. Trick-or-treating with Kids friends. Trick-or-treated. Yep. We handed out 
candy and yeah i was sat, sat around and chatted with our friends late into the night while the <laughs> neighbors on the other side hosted a silent disco and the kids played inside their house yeah, <laughs> so it was yeah. like super chill in a way and also like super high energy like chill in the way that it was like everyone's just like hanging and having a good time and like everyone got along and like yep. high energy in the way that there's just like a lot to do <laughs> like a lot of fun things so it's mostly like maintenance I can't remember what all we did. We went out downtown one night with yeah. our friends. Thursday night, we went to the mm, uh, Thursday market. Village Fest. Yeah. Yes. That's a thing. If you're ever in Palm Springs, the Thursday night Village Fest is just such a fun time to be downtown in that classic downtown area and walk around and like, like look at the stars on the sidewalk and see the statues and just be. And then there's like all the vendors out and there's live music and it's like, we don't usually like even stop in the booths that much. It's just really like fun to walk around with everybody. Totally. And it's the weather's super nice oh, usually. It's so like, nice. It like cools night. off at yeah. night. It's not cold, but it's it's just perfect. Mm-hmm. And the patios are fun to sit on. We ended up not getting seated on the patio because we had a big group, but we sat inside at Lulu, which was fun. And my food was actually good this time. Like it was good. Yeah, mine was too. I shouldn't say actually. Lulu is a nice place if you ever go to Palm Springs. <laughs> it's I always call it Cafe Lulu, but I don't think that's it's actually what it's called. Not, it's just it's Lulu. Lulu California it just Bistro. It looks so quintessentially Palm Springs. Yeah. Like everything about it is like, oh yes, this is Palm Springs. Yeah, so totally. Like old Hollywood, yeah. mid mod, mm-hmm. whole situation. Huge patio. Inside's super cute though. And we got to sit upstairs, which was kind of nice. I felt like we were kind of out of the way with the kids and everything. Mm-hmm. Just had a blast. Really nice time. And then we always go to Ben and Jerry's afterwards. It's like <laughs> our thing. There's a Ben and Jerry's down there. It was a thing. I was going to get Starbucks, but then ended up. Yeah, there's a it. Starbucks reserve too, which is yeah. fun. So it's a it's a really cute area. And I think it can be like, oh, it's not kid friendly, but it is. Like Lulu has a kids menu. Like there, it's, we've never run into issues taking the kids down there at all. Nah, not at all. No one's ever like looked at us sideways about it or anything. Nope. We genuinely love palm springs yeah our littlest was like as we were driving in downtown she's like i feel like palm springs is kind of like a home yeah we were there for two months last year we'd been there the like we've been there a few times right uh-huh. like we keep coming through there yeah and um because we like it and it's just like close to some other things we like to do so we always kind of stop over there and mm-hmm. good vibes love the art love the architecture love the love all that we almost <laughs> We almost stayed another week, not because anything was wrong with the rig or anything like that, just because like we were having a really nice time. I know. <laughs> it was so fun being around friends and like uh, our oldest got invited to like a teen game afternoon and had a great time. Like we we just had a really nice time. <laughs> yeah, for sure. There was definitely a moment we were like, well, we, I mean, we could just, could we could just, just stay, not could just stay another north. week. Yeah. Or just like at all. Yeah. Like just stay down here. Yeah. It's fine. We definitely thought about it for a second because it was like 80 degrees, sunny, just like perfect, like every day. Yup. <laughs> it was not so nice. Not too bad, yeah. It was so nice. And honestly, like, I'm sure it'll get cooler and cloudier It was so again. cold and gross when we were there last but year. Last year, yeah. I was going to say December and January when we were there last uh, year. It was like windy, rainy. <laughs> yeah. And honestly, like a lot of the spring in California too was kind of a mess. California had a bad winter last mm-hmm. year for for California. Yeah. And Palm Springs was, I mean, actually nicer than the rest of it, but still like not kind of gross. Yeah. Not as nice as we had anticipated. We had one really nice Palm Springsy kind of day on Christmas last year. Yes. That was we really got that nice. for Christmas. Mm-hmm. Oh, we had to go. Like, it was like the one time we went and got in the pool. I know. <laughs> like, all winter. <laughs> 
No, we were. Are you kidding? We were. Hot we were tub. in the hot tub. All we were the time. hot tub time but machine I just mean, like, all the time. Swimming in the pool with the kids, we thought we'd be doing all winter, and it was like yeah. twice. Yeah, yeah. Even though the pool true. was like eighty degrees all the time, it was a great time. And then we decided, no, we've kind of got the momentum. I prepped a bunch of food, and like we were kind of ready. We were like ready to go north. <laughs> so. And oh boy, we went. <laughs> yeah. So we left Friday after work. Yep. We stopped at the Lost Hills KOA in like Lost Hills area in California, which is not, it's kind of like, is it east or west of Paso Robles? It's kind of like nearish Paso Robles, but not really. Yeah. It's, I don't know. It's off the five. It's north of LA. Yeah. Not a scenic area. No, um, definitely not. It's a lot of farms and stuff out there. Yeah. It's fine. Um, the park was fine. Yeah, it was fine. It was a journey. It yeah. was a like it was right off the highway. It was yeah. by truck stops. That was all really nice. We pulled in late with no issue. They assigned us a site that was like not long enough for us to stay hitched up. That was a little and annoying. it was quite a level, so yeah. it was a little bit annoying. So we had to like we got in pretty late and we had to unhitch mm-hmm. and like set up. Which I mean, if you're not an RVer, it's like being level especially when you have slides is like a whole thing you have to be level to get your slides out really and staying hitched up is like really nice because it saves you time especially in the morning yes so it was a bit of a process but it was like it was fine because you could go i mean we would have been fine getting fuel with the rig but you got Mm -hmm. fuel while we were finishing getting ready and stuff so yeah with that with just the truck which is a little bit easier definitely easier yeah it was fine. And then we left early Saturday morning and drove all the way to Klamath Falls, Oregon. Yeah. So we basically drove most of the north to south distance of California all on Saturday. One day. Yep. Yep. Which is a really, really, really long drive day. Really long drive. <laughs> and it was 550 miles. I drove about half of it. You drove about half of it. It was my first time really driving the fifth wheel. Yeah, it was, it didn't seem like it was. You were a natural. (laughs) I just, I think I've just towed the Airstream so much. It wasn't that big a deal. Yeah. It was like, ah, there's five more feet back there, whatever. (laughs) Yeah. And I mean, it feels a little different, but it's not like bad. Yeah. Totally. The one thing about the fifth wheel is I will say, like, even more than the Airstream, like, I never feel semis or anything like that. Like, it's just really stable. Mm -hmm. It felt on the highway, it was great. Like, super great. Yeah, didn't have any. I thought I'd be worried about merging and like switching lanes, but it was fine. You do feel really big when you're trying to navigate around I in town. I hated that. Yeah. Or so in the a ne- parking lot <laughs> or something. Yeah. The next day we went from Klamath Falls all the way to Leavenworth. That was yesterday. Yeah. Holy shit. Feels like a lifetime ago. Oh, um, man. We- <laughs> yeah. And I don't, <laughs> we can talk about this in a minute. We drove, so we drove, I drove the morning shift again. I tend to be a little bit more of a morning person slash like just to have a lot more energy in the morning. Like it just worked that way for us this time. We normally would trade off every other day, but with really long days, it seems to work really well to do like half and half. But I, we needed a bathroom break and we were getting close to bend and there wasn't like we were, once we got off the five, we were on 97, US 97. Mm-hmm. There were hardly any rest areas. And really hardly any, like, truck stops. And so we were having a hard time finding places to stop. And Clay was like, well, we can stop at Bend. There's, like, a Walmart right there. And it was, like, on the outskirts of Bend. Yeah. It was, like, and as soon as you it got It said, to like, bend. oh, diesel trucks. Like, we can go there. Yeah. Um, But we didn't, like, there. Were, the only diesel fuel option was really Pacific Pride, which isn't something we can really use. It's a commercial truck thing. Mm-hmm. And then, and we can use some commercial truck lanes at other 
it's it's a whole thing. Yeah. And then uh, that's what we usually do when we fuel up with the Cougar because we're the size of a semi, basically. So not quite, but close. Yeah. <laughs> we're we're long. Um. And so I was like, oh, I kind of get in that parking lot or that um that gas station over there with the rig. It's not full. It's probably fine. But I hate. I don't like navigating the airstream around tight corners like that. Yeah. The the fifth wheel is like even more stressful. I'm like, I'll just go to Walmart. Walmart's usually good. It's a safe bet. We can just park there. Yeah. And it was like we just one of the kiddos needed a restroom break like really bad. We all kind of did. It was like we'd been driving for a couple hours and like just needed to stop. And <laughs> I turned into the Walmart and it's just like there's nowhere to park. Yeah. Because there was this area that would have been great for like semis or or rigs and maybe they did it on purpose, but it's like all blocked off with like shipping containers and stuff. It's like you yeah. could kind of park there, but like I couldn't get around the shipping containers with my rig. So I was, it was a mess, yeah. I was just like, well, I can't park here. And we drive over to the Safeway parking lot. I'm like, I can't park here. <laughs> so we ended up parking in like a no parking zone along the edge of the Safeway parking lot just for like five minutes for everyone to go in and use the bathroom. <laughs> and we were like, yeah. go, 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 go. <laughs> it was not ideal. Not ideal. And then we stopped. <laughs> when I finally, <laughs> we, uh, man, it was a rough day. It was fine. It was totally fine. Everything was fine. But like I was, I kind of lost my cool at that point because it was like when the kid who needed to go was like yelling about needing to go. I'm like, I'm trying. Yeah. And I, I'm just not comfortable driving the, the giant rig, like turning down parking lot lanes and stuff. It's, it, it was that's, fine. That's the tough part of it. For it was, sure. it was totally fine. I did it. It was fine. We didn't hit yeah. anything. I was, I was, and I was worried about getting in a spot I couldn't get out of. I wasn't as worried about hitting something. I'm pretty cautious and pretty aware of where I'm at. So I wasn't really worried about like actually hitting something. I was much more worried about getting myself like turned in a weird way and not being able to like finish without like backing up or something. Yeah. Getting stuck is definitely a concern in that rig. And we've done that before. (laughs) And it's fine. We've, we've done it. Like it's fine. We get out of it. It happens. Yeah. We try to avoid it though. But it's just like, oh, my God. Yeah. So that was fun. And then I finally stopped like a, at a pull-off for lunch. Mm-hmm. And there were some good pull-offs on that section of the, 90, of the 97. But the one we picked was pretty flat and stuff. So we were like, oh, we can like run out the kitchen slide and stuff. But the it was like they just freshly tarred it. <laughs> so we got tar oh, all over yeah, everything. Oh, yeah, that was a mess. It my was shoes awful. still have fresh tar on them. I think I ruined them. that pair of sweatpants because Frankie had it on his paws and yes. it's all on my lap. Gosh. It's like where we switched over. So anyway. Yeah, it was in it was theory a, of, a really like pretty place oh, to stop. And it was like a beautiful lunch. drive day. And yeah. overall we, we really didn't hit too much rain while we were driving, which was really nice. Mm-hmm. Um like a little bit, but not bad. And but it was it had supposed to have been like rain. Traffic the whole time. wasn't too bad for most all of it. Like it Ugh, it really Friday night was not a good traffic. Friday night sucked because we went through the LA area. Yeah. And like South of Sacramento was a little trafficy when I was driving. Yeah. But generally speaking, it was really not like for California, it wasn't bad. No. So it was all like it all kind of went off without a hitch, really. And well, it's just was, like there was a there was a hitch on on the on the, the trailer, yeah. <laughs> so it was all really good. It just wasn't very long. But I will say I you know, we don't usually do like tips and tricks on this, but I will say uh tips for if you're gonna do something like that, we don't usually advise just so you know. <laughs> we don't usually advise driving that far that fast. But a lot of people who are weekenders or like shorter term campers do because you wanna get somewhere and then spend your time there. Yeah. So totally. like I get it. 
That's what, I mean, that's, and that's what, what we were doing. That's what we were doing. Yeah. We were yeah. like, ah, we just got to get to our spot. Yeah. We're going to be glad we got to our spot. So, but it is exhausting. So we're actually recording on Monday because Clay took Monday off in case we needed it to drive. And, and it was good because we did some stuff around the rig and kind of recovered. My tips are prepare food ahead of time, especially if you can't get to your kitchen while you're driving. Yeah, that but, definitely helped a ton. But a lot of it was about like having food in the fridge, like ready to eat when we got somewhere. Mm-hmm. Just to, like you didn't have to like prep anything. It's already made. And like fairly healthy food, like, stuff that's not going to make you feel like depleted. Yeah. Thank you so much for doing all that. I mean, like it's number one, it was all like super delicious. Yeah. I liked and- it. <laughs> It was just nice to have that there. Yeah, it's just like we're gonna eat. Like, it's gonna be fine. I yep. made so I like I the things I made were I got a rotisserie chicken from Costco and made chicken salad. I we got we made like a good like Italian pasta salad with like mm-hmm. meat in it and yep. like stuff that had some protein. We made um like these wild rice bowls that I really like making with kale and wild rice and mozzarella and cherry tomatoes. Uh, we. Those, that one might be my favorite of all of them. The oldest really likes that one all the time. Uh-huh. Uh, we did like the cucumber mozzarella salad as mm-hmm. well. We And we did, I really liked that there was like a Thai peanut sauce one, like a cold Thai noodles one. Yeah, that, that one's was really, really good. good too. I like that one a lot. Very the tasty. sauce on that one was really good. Yeah. So all that was made and it was all cold stuff because we can't use our microwave in transit on this one. So we just like <laughs> shoved it all in the fridge. Yep. And then I would pack like a cooler bag yep. with some like, we don't usually use disposable stuff, but for this kind of thing we do, and like disposable plates, utensils, things that we can just like use and get rid of. And I'd have like sandwiches for the littlest. She doesn't eat that stuff very often. So it was like, have like our, and then put like oranges and grapes in there every morning uh-huh. and an ice pack and like have all the, we keep our like non-refrigerated snack stuff in the car also, which was like. We keep Smart Pop and Jerky and, oh, God, I love the Heavenly Hunks Yeah, we, from we had a good Costco run. <laughs> we had a good Costco run before we went. So, like, these are the things that, like, will keep you from killing each other on the trip. If you're all... <laughs> like, if you, if you have that proclivity. Don't be hungry. Like, don't be hungry. <laughs> like, is that's tip number one. Don't be hungry. Make yeah. sure there's, like, good food that isn't going to make you feel like junk. Yeah. Because sure. we ate way too much junk food when we were moving out of out of kind of necessity, uh, but like, and when we were on our way back from Alaska, really, and so we were just like done with the junk food, so done. Like no like judgment on any kind of food. It was just like we didn't feel good. Yeah. Like, yeah. like eat what you want. Like I love it and out. Don't get me wrong. I just, oh, it was just, so like, good. Just like <laughs> I couldn't anymore. I needed some vegetables in my yeah, life for sure. And then uh, my second tip is if you can have two drivers, it helps a lot. Yes split the drives if you can it helps tremendously it's not as bad (laughs) it's not as bad as you and honestly it helps for me because i get bored as a passenger sometimes but it it's not if you're if you're in a partnership and one of one person drives the rig and the other person doesn't and everyone's happy with that it's totally fine but like also like it's not as bad as you think yeah you'll be fine no and we did it that way for quite a while for a long time and then there's like no judgment there because like like yeah you do what works right but I, like I, I like driving. But I learned that I kind of do too. Yeah, and these long, long, long drives in a row. I get, it really helps I to get have two very drivers. Tired. It really, <laughs> like, really helps yeah. to have two drivers, and to know. So part of it to me, and maybe you can correct me on this because you drove most of the time, all the time like mm. before. Yeah. 
part of it to me is like, you know, you don't have to, like, you know, if you get tired, you can tap the other person in. And so yeah. it's like, oh, well, I don't have to do this. I can. I want to. Yeah. You know, it's like, I, I know if I'm like, if I don't feel good, I can be like, hey, like, can you take over? And I think for me, like, yes, there's definitely a part of that for sure. Um, that, I mean, I guess the option, you know, before you were towing was more like, well, I we'll know, stop. I, know we I don't have somewhere. to do this because we can always. We just have our house with us. We, yeah, just we can always just stop. Yeah. But yeah, to be like, hey, yeah, I mean, like, I'm getting sick of this do you want to tap in not that we've really done anything other than what we planned but knowing the option is there yeah is really nice it's kind of like it gives me a little energy to be like i can finish my half because i know i don't have to yeah you're like i'm going i'm going i'm getting this done (laughs) yeah i'm like i'm ready to drive whenever you're like no i got this like yeah i I gotta finish what i start (laughs) it's so true it's good though. i gotta get my segment done or i will all have failed i think but, that's that's i hope that pressure is not coming from me oh no it's just it's not pressure it's <laughs> yeah. just fun like it's yeah, yeah, yeah. fun well that's good like, we had a you know it wasn't like my favorite weekend ever like but we did it and it was not bad it wasn't bad you know it just it, got long there were definitely some really pretty sections of the drive. There were definitely some boring really boring sections. sections. Yeah. yeah. And yesterday was very like twisty mountainy. Yeah. That was kind of fun. It was fun. Yeah. yeah. So overall, but we made it. <laughs> don't necessarily recommend doing big pushes, but if you're going to prep some food and try and share the driving if you can or take yes. some breaks. Yes. Did you ever think of number three? I think it was just booking KOAs or something similar. So, you know, you have a spot. Yeah. That makes sense. And a spot you can get into late. Yep, that is So you're not stressed about, oh, am I going to get a spot? Yeah, especially like first come, first serve or boondocking spots. Or even like Walmart, sometimes like it's Walmart can be a good, if you can verify that the Walmart takes, lets you sleep there, that could be a good one for a late night. It is. But it's kind of like either Walmart or like a KOA for us. Yeah, I think uh, that tends to be what works best. But KOAs pretty much always let you come in late. They're pretty well lit usually, although the one in Klamath Falls was not. Yeah. And took some maneuvering. It did. But it was fine. But those are those tend to be like, yeah, you're gonna have a spot. It's probably gonna be big, big yeah. rig friendly ish. It's it's gonna probably work. Yeah. And uh yeah, because we had man, that's a whole other story about the time that we couldn't get into our spot in Colorado Springs and Oh anyway. gosh, yeah. Uh, so here's your takeaway. Get a van. Yeah. I think we're getting in. Well, we're going to rent the van. But anyway, more to come on that. Anyway, let's talk about game night. Whoa, that's a transition. Yeah. Well, we have some things to talk about other than just rambling about our travels up here. I thought maybe this was going to be our first uh, A Block only episode. Our our first (laughs) what's been going on this week only and never mind the letter episode. Never mind the letter. It's literally called Letters from the Road. Oh, yeah. Dear friend, I think I've told you a bit about our Tuesday night game nights, but today I want to tell you all about it. Because it's fall and thinking about game night makes me feel cozy and happy. Because we were recently back in normal visiting our game night friends. Tuesday night game night at the Fell Avenue house in normal was established in the fall of 2017 and lasted until the COVID lockdowns. 
When we bought the house, a hundred-year-old fixer-upper near Uptown, Clay started negotiating for a weekly game night. Friends, I like games and love company, but weekly seemed like a lot. I said the kitchen and main floor bathroom needed redone. He said if we didn't have it every week, people would never know which week it was and wouldn't show up. We landed on Tuesdays because no one has plans on Tuesdays, and it started at 8.30 p.m. after our kids went to bed. We did remodel the bathroom eventually, but never the kitchen. The original bathroom, for some reason, had an old 90s-era hand dryer like a public bathroom. Game Night OGs still talked about missing it a year after it was gone. Every Tuesday, with very few exceptions, we stocked the fridge and set out some snacks. Cream cheese with salsa over top for me, Totina's pizza rolls for clay, a cheese board if we were feeling rich. Friends quickly learned not to knock, that we preferred if you walked right in. They sometimes brought drinks and snacks and sometimes did not. Everyone went straight to that ugly kitchen to grab a drink and a snack and catch up on the week. By 9 o'clock, we would have a good idea of who was coming and what type of game or games everyone wanted to play. Sometimes it was just a few friends and we played very intense strategy games. Sometimes we had 8 or 10 people and played party games. Most nights we ended with a few rounds of jackbox. My favorite part was no RSVP needed. No invitation either. If you knew about game night, you were welcome at game night. Friends of friends of friends became our friends. Some people came once in a while, some nearly every week. It was a show up if you felt like it kind of thing and there was absolutely no pretense or fanciness about it. Not something I ever dressed up or put on makeup for, having often already worked out and showered, I'd usually be there in sweats with wet hair and no makeup. My favorite part was somewhat unintentionally crafting a community where everyone was welcome and loved and belonged. We had recently given up church small group, but we created what we had always hoped for in a game night. We watched each other's pets and looked in on each other's houses when we were out of town. We actually knew what was up with one another most of the time. We playfully teased, but always included and helped out friends who struggled to get the rules of more complex games. We ruthlessly teased the friend that somehow always wins. Jokes were often crass, but never cruel. I can still hear the ringing of genuine laughter, the way the pocket doors in the dining room would rattle a bit with the activity. Staying up way too late for a weeknight and excited to do it all over again the next week. When I talk about missing normal, this is what I miss. When I think about missing the time before COVID, it's this. Casual nights with friends who made it a point to get together once a week. That and TBG, our home climbing gym, I miss consistent community. It's somewhat lacking now with road life. We have found ways to plug in and make friends And what we lack in consistency is made up for in quantity and the excitement of having friends literally all over the country. We also still play D&D with much of that same game night crew online every week. It's also what we're trying to do here with the podcast, building a welcoming community. Every time someone comments or responds or subscribes, every time we chat with our pen pals in the Discord, I get a bit of that feeling of watching friends walk through the front door and make themselves at home. Please make yourself at home here. See you down the road, Jamie. So we're going to have to tell Mike Greenshirt to skip to this part of the episode. Why is that? Oh, because like this is the game night part.
the, the game sure. the game night crew doesn't care about all the RVing content. Oh <laughs> uh, shoot! <laughs> so I love that Mike, that our friend Austin still Carl's Mike, our friend Mike, who was there. Both of them were there almost every week. Yes, still calls him Mike Green shirt because like the first night that both of that, that Austin was there. Uh-huh. There, there were two mics. There were two mics, yeah. And at that night, <laughs> the mic who's like always there and the one that I'm alluding to, we tease ruthlessly for always winning. Yes. Because he always wins. Yes. Uh-huh. <laughs> Especially, Especially Lords, Lords of Waterdeep. Water Water oh, oh, frick. My, oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> Impossible. You cannot beat him at Lords of Waterdeep. You'll think you're beating him and you're not going to beat him. He'll beat you by double. Uh, but anyway, um. Yeah. Yeah. So he's still my green shirt. I, I Austin will still say that sometimes, even though we we all play D and D together every week. Yep. And have for <laughs> is Mike green shirt here yet? Yes. And I think three, Mike, three years. Mike black shirt, by the way, or blue shirt or whatever was he like was. Orange or striped shirt. No, or I don't know. Whatever it was. Anyway. Um. We clearly don't remember. He doesn't come as much. No, I mean like. It, <laughs> <laughs> he kind of shortly thereafter stopped like, coming stopped to coming, game. Yeah. I don't think it was because he wasn't my green shirt. But I don't know. <laughs> no, like people. So there, there was like a core group that was pretty much like always there at least once every couple weeks. Yeah. And then there was like other people who kind of came in and out. People would come for a few weeks and then nod or they'd come once and never come back. But it wasn't like, yeah. oh, they hated it. It was just like, oh, they can't like commit to coming every week. Right. But whatever. it was fun to show up. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I had a couple of friends from work who would just like randomly pop in every mm-hmm. So often, like a lot of times, people would come from yeah. the like co-working space that I worked at. Yeah, yeah well, yeah, a couple yeah. different co-working spaces that uh-huh. I worked at. Sometimes they'd keep coming. Sometimes they wouldn't. Every once in a while, someone would like bring a, a significant other that they didn't always bring. Or sometimes significant others ended up being <laughs> others' significant others coming later. Oh, that was weird. <laughs> that yep. was some small yep, town yep, shit. Yep. yep, for sure. And uh, yeah, I mean, like we always had the. The junk food, mostly just chips and salsa. I we had a cheese plate era. We did when we were, like you said, when we were feeling rich. Uh, Ivy cheese. Ivy. Ivy <laughs> has a great the cheese like, lady cheese <laughs> section, and Ivy is like a Midwest started in Iowa. It's like a Midwest Wegmans. Chain. Yeah, yeah, like Wegmans. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, and uh, yeah, it, it. I mean, it's just. I don't know. I still maintain that, like, the standing night, no invitation needed, like, it's going to happen every week unless we, like, explicitly say no game night this week. And then, even if we explicitly say no game night this uh, week, someone might still show someone up. Might still show up <laughs> and, like, try and come over. <laughs> and every once in a while, we end up playing a game anyway. <laughs> yeah. True story. That did happen. But most weeks, yeah. we could count on game night. Yeah. Whether we liked it or not. <laughs> and we mostly liked it. Mostly. Yeah. I think, oh man, it was so fun. It was, I was hesitant. I have a hard time with committing to like, we're going to do this all the time. I also I mean, and that's fair have enough. a hard time with like, <laughs> I never know how many people are going to come. Yep. It could be two. It could be 10. Yep. And both of those things did happen. And we didn't really know until the night of usually. Usually. Yeah. Um, Cause like we, like I said, we didn't really request or need RSVPs from people. So it was just kind of like, whatever. Uh, 
Yeah, totally. And Eventually, we had a Discord, but it was yeah, mostly not. That was mostly during COVID, though. I was going to say mostly not that active until like we took it on there online for COVID. Yeah. I mean, like I set it up originally just so we could coordinate game night stuff because it was getting so complicated. Yeah. yeah. But, but yeah, it quickly turned into just like the online games. Yeah. Yep. Discord. Yeah. It was fun. It was consistently like there were a few people that pretty much always came. And then, like, a good smattering of people who come in and out. And it was just, I don't know how to say it other than it was fun. Like, it was, it was, everyone was cool to each other. Like, yeah. And I think a lot of what you were getting at with the letter, and maybe correct me if I'm wrong, but why you wanted to write a letter about game night. Yeah. And what was important to us about game night was just the fact that it was like that reliable group. Yeah, people that we saw every week. Yeah. Give or take. Like, and I liked being the home for that. Like, I liked having our house be the home for that. I like kids being a part of that and seeing that. Yeah. And I like, like, the times that, like, so some people moved away and then would come back sometimes. And, like, one of our friends would, like, had occasionally, like, slept on our couch. And, like, our kids would, like, play games with them in the morning and stuff. Totally. <laughs> like, it's yeah. just, like, that kind of a vibe of just, like, in a way, like one big family, like yeah, come on in, like crash mm, on the couch, yeah. like whatever, whatever. Our house is open, like use it. You Sometimes know? it was loud and raucous, yeah, and we'd stay up making weird lewd jokes and playing Jackbox. <laughs> <laughs> and sometimes just like obscure off the wall jokes. Oh yeah, totally. Even, like, totally. Yeah. And sometimes it was like, like you said, you know, more like a strategy gaming like and sometimes my brain hurt from work and i couldn't play games and i would just sit in the living room and talk to everybody but not actually play (laughs) it almost like okay i shouldn't say this the games were important like the fact we all enjoy playing games that's like part of what bonded us right if you came to game night you were there to play games yeah but like it wasn't because of the games that it was so great no i mean we do all like games yeah. And uh, my creature always, always bringing the new games. And exp- he explains rules better than anybody. You need somebody like that in your game, right? Because it wasn't us. Yeah. No, I mean, like, we're okay. Yeah, I do. I, but yeah, but between the two of us, we can usually explain all Some people are, like, blessed with this innate talent to just explain things in such a way that it's like, oh, I get it. And, yeah. like, everyone gets it. He just did it so well. He'd be like, no, no, this game is so simple. And let me just tell you. <laughs> it's like, you do this. And he just played it for the first time the day there. before. Yeah. And he's like, no this deal. is how you do it. It's fine. And everyone's like, oh, We're going to okay. do a practice round. It's all good. I got you guys. Why didn't, why didn't you say it that way, Clay? <laughs> it's like, I don't know. I was trying to read the rules and they don't make any sense. And whatever. It was so fun, though. Like, it was just so much laughter and joking. And, like, we... It was so little about who won a game or like anything like that. It was. Yeah. It was so fun. And I just, well, there's a few things that are the takeaway from that. Like one, I miss it. I miss, and I, in like in the knowing of, in the way of like knowing even if we went back, we couldn't go back. Yeah. 
Yeah, we, could, um, we could have a game night again. Yeah, but it would be different. Everyone's at different stages in life, has older kids. Like it's It would be new people. It'd be it would new be people. A new It'd be a new thing, yes. Yeah. It'd be great too. Yeah. But it would be different. Sure. And that would be okay too. Yeah. I I think I missed it in that sense. But also there's some things we've tried to carry forward into R V life kind of from that. And yeah. I, I think it yeah, just yeah. changed how I think about like hosting and being welcoming and being hospitable to people like sure i realize you always want to have people over like ever since we first got married this was like almost a point of contention at first i was gonna say this was ever since forever yeah like before you knew me oh for sure for sure clay always wants to have people over always i um especially before didn't always want to like i feel like that's my space and people are invading my space i love people but i like my space i wasn't Um, aware that this was a way that people were (laughs) we had some issues early in our relationship because i would come home and there would be people there that didn't live there i hadn't been warned about it Uh uh-huh and it would kind of throw me off Uh uh-huh i'd be like but there are people in my home and you didn't tell me there were gonna be people in my home it's like oh yeah. Then I had a phase where every time you had people <laughs> over, I felt like I needed to bake for them. Like, what in the 1950s is that? Uh, um, I wasn't complaining. <laughs> a, lot of, a lot of cookies were made. Oh, my gosh. I make a mean cookie. <laughs> I make a lot of good stuff. I can bake. but it, We all can. Yeah, it's true. You're more of a baker than me these days. But it was, it was like... Okay, we're gonna. I can do this. I can. We can have people. But I felt like a lot of pressure, like to make sure the house was clean and to make sure everything was ready. And you couldn't have people over unless everything was right. And like, I didn't want to have to do that all the time. Like, and I like, how can we just have people over last minute? Because like, what if the house isn't ready? Uh, yeah, it's it's not. (laughs) But that was that was a concern for me. Like that was something uh-huh. that I really worried about. And part of it was just like, how I was brought up and part of it was just how I am. Yeah. Like, and I don't like, I don't mean to make light of that either because like, I mean, I think that's totally fine to yeah. have as a concern. Yeah. But it took us a while. I would say to like, learn how to communicate about that stuff. Yeah. To like, learn how to be like, okay, like you can like, let me know ahead of time, at least a little bit. If people are going to come over or at least like, call me on the way <laughs> and I can like learn to like be okay with people being over. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And to know that I don't always have to participate and that it's not, not a bad housewife. Gosh. If my house isn't clean. Right. Uh, the fact that that was ever like a thought. It was just such an ingrained thing. Didn't right? make any sense to me. Yeah. Oh, but like I, but I do like having the house nice before people and, come over and we did clean before game night most nights. And part of the reason I liked having actually, it. Actually, yeah. <laughs> not going to lie. Because it yeah. caused me to clean the house every week. Uh, you? Sorry, us. You. Oftentimes me, oftentimes you and mostly. Jasmine. Our cleaning service, yeah. <laughs> Hi, Jasmine, if you're out there. Yeah, right? She was epic. Uh, epic. Jasmine and her mom for the win. If you're in Bloomington Normal, I think they still clean houses. We could probably hook you I up. I can give you the hookup. Yeah. Great cleaning service. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. Uh that is oh god, that's a life hack. If you live in a stationary house and you uh or you're going to, buy a little less house than you can afford and use some money to have a cleaning service. Come. Oh my gosh, yes. So worth it. Number one, 
smaller house easier to clean in the first place? Yes. Number two, like taking that money that you would have paid for a bigger house and putting it into having a clean house all the time without having to clean your house all the time is life-changing. Oh my goodness, because if you were like me, you love having a clean house and hate cleaning. Uh, I'm like you. Yes, I know. (laughs) Both of us were like, ah, it's too messy. I can't think. And also, it's too messy. I can't clean it. Yes. It's bad. Yes. It's bad. Hiring a cleaning service is life-changing. And you would think like, oh, wow, these two must have grown up and like never had to clean for themselves. No, 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 no. no. Not Not at all. Not at all. No, no, no. no, no. Are are you kidding? The pledge on all the wood furniture. Oh, yeah. The wood floor, yeah, no. We had we had many cleaning chores in our houses growing up, each of yes. us separately, obviously. Yes. Um, I didn't hate it, and I didn't love it. I mean, I actually kind of liked it as a kid. That's weird to me. I was like, I was like our littlest. She loves to clean the bathrooms. It's funny, yeah. Yeah. It, I mean, hey, I'm I'm not complaining. I like to help. Yeah. But and I no, I, it was so true. Like game night was good for us to like. Okay, we wanted to have the house like. At least where people would feel like not grossed out. Yeah, I mean, like if it wasn't going to be perfect, that bathroom was disgusting until we fixed it, though. Uh, It was, yeah, it was fine. It was, but yeah, it was like the kind of thing that like we cleaned it and cleaned it and cleaned it, and it never looked clean. It was just so old linoleum. It was a nineteen nineties add on. Like, yeah. Anyway. (laughs) I think we finally got to a happy medium where it was like. Yes, we did want to make sure that everyone was comfortable, but also we weren't stressing about it. it yeah. Like, yeah, it's like, like, a, it's like people, a little messy, whatever we People live aren't here. worried about it. Like, they're our friends. They don't care. Yeah. Like, me, meanwhile, like, at first I was like, well, we can't have people over, like, all the time, especially until we remodel this kitchen because the kitchen is ugly. And what are people going to think? Or, like, I don't, I, I didn't like it. So, like, I didn't want to have people in there. Uh-huh. And then I ended up loving the kitchen without us doing anything to it just because we had so many good memories in there. Exactly. Everyone standing yeah. around the island and like, which wasn't even an island, it was a table that we put in there. Yes, it was. Like, of eating snacks and talking and like hanging out in there. And like, I don't think anyone cared that our sink was disgusting and falling apart. <laughs> like, whatever. No, no one cared at all because. The biggest we... thing was when we got to find, we finally got new appliances and people couldn't figure out how to work the fridge. <laughs> Oh, that's funny. Yeah, that was funny. <laughs> when, <laughs> oh my gosh. Every, the number of times people like squirted themselves with water because it, it looked comical. like you were supposed to. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> uh, I think though, like, okay, so before we kind of downsized to our house in Uptown, we had like a like newer, maybe a little bit fancier house. Oh my goodness. There were columns in the dining room. I like. It was pretty. It was very pretty. Oh, no. It was a good house in a lot of ways, but like. I don't know. We hosted stuff, but it felt so like formal. It was a house where people would come over. Wow, what a nice house! Having like kind of a more modest house, honestly, it was comfier. Helped me feel better about having like relaxed gatherings. I get that, which I is think, weird. But I know. True. I I kind of get it. I kind of get it. It was like people weren't worried about like breaking something or like yeah. touching something. And they're like, whatever, it's fine. Like, yeah, whatever. Yeah, this Cozy. is this is like. It was a nice house, and we decorated it excellently, in my opinion. And it was like gorgeous wood floors and pocket doors that still worked, and like there yeah, were yeah, but it was like always a work in progress. So there was always many stuff great going on. things about that house, yeah. but yeah, it was a hundred year old house, like yeah. literally built in nineteen seventeen, right? Yeah. And we moved in in twenty seventeen. Yep. 
and it had a lot of you know it needed a lot of work yeah i'm pretty sure we started game night when we still had holes in our ceiling from the rewire oh yeah definitely yeah yeah because it took us a while to get the plaster (laughs) but yeah i mean in the end none of that stuff mattered what mattered was that you know we had a blast and I don't know what <laughs> I had to get over myself. I had to get over thinking I had to like a magazine perfect house for people to come over. Yeah. And I don't know what that was in me of like some kind of like weird <laughs> things that I pressure I'd put on myself as like a woman or like as like societally or like just me or like family. stuff. I have no idea where it came from. Yeah. I just know that I felt like the house had to be perfectly clean. I had to have food to feed people or I couldn't have people over. I mean, we we usually we usually did have food, food, but we like food anyway, so it's like part of. Like, I mean, spoiler alert, fun of it. I was the one eating the most food most um, weeks. <laughs> but we had the like, I just the yeah, and like I was so embarrassed by that bathroom downstairs, and then it ended up being like hilarious talking point with all the like the hand dryer and everything. People yeah. missed it when we finally like made that bathroom into a really nice bathroom. Well, okay, it was a okay. Not only was there a hand dryer on the wall, it was our laundry room. which was weird enough, but like that hand dryer was one of these where it was like auto, it didn't have a button. Yeah. So it was like it's supposed to sense your hands under it, right? Yeah. So it's more like hygienic or whatever. But half the time, like it would go off when it wasn't supposed to. Yeah, you like accidentally like put your butt under it or something. <laughs> I don't even know. What it's like just I written, like you'd be in it the other room and it would weird. turn on. It <laughs> like, was the weirdest thing. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it was so funny we almost kept it in the remodel thought about it (laughs) because it was such a fixture yeah oh Uh, that was funny yeah but okay so lightning round so i think also favorite games and like what do we do with games in the in the rv i think are some other interesting topics right in terms of game night how do we still do game night like yeah what games do we like to play okay so should we start from the end there? Like yeah. start with what do we do in the RV? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. So we still have a bunch of games with us, actually. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and a lot of them don't get played that much. Uh, No, not really. Some. We, when we traveled with Abrissons, we played a decent amount. Yeah. So Jason and Abby already knew and played Five Crowns, and so did we. And so that was a really easy one for us to get out. It's a good game for any number of players. It's just a card game. You're taking tricks. It's very, I think we've talked about it on the cast before. It's fun because you can like talk while you're playing it. So if you like want to yes. hang out, chat, and also like play a game and have something to do with your hands, like it's a good one. Yeah. Like that. Like I, cards are good for that in general. Yep. Another card game we also played with Jason and Abby that we taught them, but this one came from game night. Actually, Mike Greenshirt introduced us to this one <laughs> was For Sale. Oh, I love that game. Yeah, for sale is a card game where you're basically buying and selling real estate. Uh, you're trying to make money off of it, but it's done with cards and, and in kind of a cute, like, betting, wagering kind of yeah, way. Yeah, that's a really good game. It's um, fun. It's a fun, easy to learn, quick game. What else has seen a lot of use in the camper? Card games are great for the camper, I would say. Like, the takeout. Oh, Railroad Inc. Railroad Inc. is an awesome one. That's a really fun one. So, it's kind of mellow. I like that kind of game. That's one uh, where actually um, my brother and sister-in-law got uh-huh. that for us uh, at Christmas several mm-hmm. years back. And uh, we got it out with friends several times at game night. And it's kind of a quiet game, like you said. Mm-hmm. 
uh, everyone's got like a little card with a grid on it. Yeah, you kind of work on your own thing and then just total up your points. Yeah, you're like rolling dice and everyone has to build networks of railroads and roads mm-hmm. um, and try and get points from them. And it's, I like it because I'm good at it. It's super portable. <laughs> <laughs> you are really good. I never win that one. Oh my no, god! I win that one almost every time I play it. Ugh. Um, but yeah, you roll dice and like I think I mentioned that. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's good because you can't like screw each other up. Yeah, it's not a like ruthless game at all. But it is challenging. Yeah, and, it, and... it's competitive, but not like you can't hurt each other. Uh huh. Yep. I like, I like that kind of game a lot. Um, another one similar to that, you can sort of mess each other up a little that we play quite a bit that has dice is sushi roll. Oh, I love that one. So that that's actually a dice version of a card game called Sushi Go, which uh-huh. is also fun, but I actually like sushi roll even a it's little really bit better. It's really fun to play sushi roll with the kids too. Like, yes. That's a, that's a good one for the whole family. Uh, so you're just it like, take up a lot of space. it's like a, everyone has their dice that they roll for different types of sushi and you like pick which collect one you want each round to try and collect you know, get the best combinations of sushi like for the most points. Elevated Yahtzee. And then you pass them around and, and yeah. Yep. Sort of like Elevated Yahtzee, yeah. And with cute sushi. Yeah, it's super cute. Cute games matter. Yeah. To me. <laughs> totally. Um, One that we play a lot that has so many pieces, but we really like it, is Wingspan. Ooh, yes. Wingspan is a Birds. pretty game. It's the prettiest game. And, and you can play it online. And the iPad, especially version, like the, especially the iPad version, is so beautiful and so fun. I like to just play even by myself. It's very like meditative. And it's a game, yeah, like where you can't really mess each other up too bad. No, not really. I mean like a little bit you're just by like, taking things that other people like might want. Working yeah. on your own thing the whole time. Wingspan is cool because like it is it's like an engine building game. So if you don't know what that means, it's like you're getting things with the idea that they're gonna help you do things better in the future and mm-hmm. so like you're building you're, you're collecting different birds but each bird also has a power so for each bird you collect you get better at getting birds and the and birds the are real birds need. and it yes. like tells you facts about real birds yes so it's all different species of and birds it's, it's birding and games uh it's excellent it is and it's so beautiful Keep a travel Scrabble around. Yeah, love Scrabble. We play Scrabble. We're, um, we're, so can we all agree that, I mean, if you play Scrabble, it's not about making the best words. It's about where you play them. It's a strategy. It's yeah, not it about your words. It's about how you use yeah, them. So <laughs> it's I not grew, about the size of your words. It's <laughs> about how you use them. I grew up. I grew up with parents who played Scrabble against each other almost every night for a long part, like a large portion of my childhood. Like I just have these memories of like them sitting on the couch playing Scrabble against each other while we were watching TV or whatever. And they're very, very good at Scrabble. Yep. And so I wasn't even like allowed to play with them for a long time. (laughs) (laughs) Can we talk for a minute about like people getting upset that other people play games wrong? (laughs) That was a, that was an energy that was kind of not allowed at our game night. No, it was kind of a good vibes only kind of thing. We were not that serious. Like, Never. if you were that serious, not even though like everyone was, like goes. Everyone to Gen was kind of like, I mean, really? Come on. Even man. though everyone like goes to Gen Con is on a first name basis with the owner of the game shop in town, right? <laughs> and like has all of the games. It's but be- maybe even especially because of that. Yeah. Like it was not serious. It was not. Someone was not going to get mad because you messed them up. Like we there was had never people there frequently. 
who were just not that good at games. Oh no. And we're gonna like do Kinda things, do things that, that mess, mess up the game. Up the game. But it was No one was like, like mad about it. Cool. Yeah. We were, we're there. All there. there to have fun. Yeah. And... We might like say, Oh, are you sure? Like rewind <laughs> yeah, it, give right, them right, another right, chance right, right, or right, something. Yeah. <laughs> uh, because we were not that serious. <laughs> right. Totally. <laughs> like... And I don't know, maybe I'm saying this because I was the one who always messed it up for everyone and everyone's <laughs> like Okay, Clay, well, it's your game night, so I guess, you know, whatever. No, I feel like the vibes were generally, like, yeah, we, like, care about games and we like games. Mm-hmm. And it was generally a group of, like, I would say, like, really smart people. Just not everyone, like, got games. Yeah, totally. Um, But, like, yeah, and some people were, like, super into the strategy and very strategy-focused. And, like, mm-hmm. oh, my goodness, our friend Austin, I can never beat him at Blockus ever, ever, ever. Ooh, Blockus is a good game. That's a good game. That's a good like smaller game for an RV too. Uh-huh, it is. There are pieces though, like yeah. plastic pieces that you could lose like Tetris, and like get stuck Tetris. under a slide. Yeah, it's super cool. It's really fun. Yeah, block us, um, check it out. Yeah, but that one, it works, it's good for kids too. Mm-hmm. Um, That one, like, like, yeah, some people just had like super strategy minds and some people were like good at other things. Like one of our friends who like wasn't as good at the strategy stuff sometimes like and didn't always understand the rules was like, Oh my god, you can never beat him at for sale. Yeah, right. Like yep, <laughs> it's just like totally. it's so fun about that. But yeah, it was it was I think that was a lot like a large part of it. It was like keeping it unserious. And I would say that's like mm-hmm. a, a part of the group that I really like about serious enough. Like serious enough that it's like worth playing the game, right? Like serious yeah. enough that like we're like enjoying it and doing something like fun together, but like keeping it on the fun side. And I would say that's like the group that it's a lot of the same people that we play D&D with and that's like why we mm-hmm. enjoy playing D&D with them. It's like yeah. the rules matter and they're like and that keeps like some framework in place and like that makes it but that makes it fun. Yes. And but like also like no one's gonna be like oh well they literally like we've like fought each other's characters and killed like and like killed each other yeah. or like done dumb things that got other people killed or whatever in in the game you know like in their characters. Yeah. And like no one's like oh we can't be friends anymore. <laughs> Right, right, right. Or right, like right. super heartbroken about it. It's like, yeah. yeah, it's a game. We had fun. Like, yeah. Especially if you do stuff that's like in character, like no one's mad about it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Game night was like, special. It's worth a try. Like, I think, I think too, like if you think, oh, well, I play like some like old school board or, you know, kind of basic board games. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I really want to get into like all this like other stuff in the strategy games and like learning all the rules. Like, First of all, if I find a mic to explain the rules for you, um, and then it's YouTube videos are good just, for that. Actually, yeah, it's just keeping in mind that it's like all for fun, like it. Yeah, and playing with people who don't take things too seriously. Yep. Oh man, I I'm I'm actually hopeful we may be able to find a group here in Leavenworth. There's here a long game enough. store called the Krampus Cave, which is amazing. Yes. <laughs> Which is not German at all, but it is. It is funny. Yeah, it's good. It's gonna be a fun, fun few months. We hope we find some people to play games with. We've got the big table now. So yeah, cool. that's right. Um, although we did fit four people around the dinette and the airstream, and we even set up four people for wingspan more than once, which somehow we have some mysteriously, of that, yeah. I can share. <laughs> it was a whole thing. <laughs> But yeah, maybe, I mean, maybe we'll get a online, if pen pals are interested, online yeah. game night going with pen pals. Oh my like, God. That would make Clay so happy. I mean, too, but like, this is one of those things where it's like, I did it initially just because I was like, well, I don't want to say no, it's your house too. <laughs> 
<laughs> fine. I like. I kind of wanted to, but I was kind of like. But I mean, oh. I honestly like. I appreciated that, even for, for that. Like that's kind. That's yes. Thank you. <laughs> I mean, I invited my friends too. Right? Yeah. Been, like it totally. ended up being like really, really cool, and I mostly look forward to it. Mm-hmm. The times that I missed the vibe, that the vibes were a little off for me, were a, a couple of times or a few times that I came home from a work trip at eleven o'clock at night. Yeah, and you well, guys are still a little bit drunk and playing games. That is tough. And yeah. I was like in my business suit and tired and wanted to go to bed. You're like, seriously, come on. Please leave, guys. I yeah. need to sleep. <laughs> you were a good sport, though. I was. Sometimes I sat down in my business suit and played around of everything. Yeah. Why the heck not? Because <sighs> you were really tired. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of which, it's a little late now. If you're really tired of listening to this, <laughs> you might want to know how you can tell us. What to do to make the podcast better? Oh damn! Uh, we're setting off for that. Like, no. Uh, also, much you love us. Um, all, all of the above. We're not above some constructive feedback. <laughs> sure, sure, sure. Uh, but you can get a hold of us. Letters throwed pod at gmail dot com. Write us a letter. Give us any feedback. Tell us something you want to hear talked about on the podcast. Written about in the letters. We love to hear from you. You can comment on the Substack, lettersfromtheroadpod.com. You can also find us on the socials at Letters from the Road Pod. It's pretty consistent across all of those. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, we'd love to hear more from you and uh, see you or virtually or talk to you. Yeah. If you go to lettersfromtheroadpod.com, you, as we said at the top of the show, you can upgrade your subscription and become a pen pal where you can get access to our Discord, join our community, talk to us and other pen pals. Honestly, you should do it because you can talk to the other pen pals. They're really cool. They We're are. Okay. They They're are. pretty cool. Uh, maybe get in on some virtual happy hours, maybe yeah. some game nights. Definitely talk about travel, RVing. Definitely talk about books yes. and whatever other podcasts and whatever the heck you want to talk about. You get to decide. I'd say the niche is very much like bookish, outdoorsy, camper people. But hey, I mean, you, <laughs> you get, can expand that. You for can. Us. I was gonna say you get to shape that. If you're a pen pal, you're gonna be like a significant portion of our pen pals at this point. <laughs> so, you need to be one of the originals. That's right. On the ground floor, you get on the ground floor. Get in on the ground floor. You can really <laughs> make this company something great. <laughs> community, community, community. Com- <laughs> <laughs> oh Oh, we'd love to see you there but even if you don't have the cash that's totally understandable um regardless we're still going to be putting out these podcasts every week we're jamie's still writing you can't stop me (laughs) even if you don't read it she's still writing i'll never stop Uh, this is lots of fun yep oh you finally did it Gotten to the point in the night where you go, I love this. I love this. I love doing this with you. <laughs> I I avoided it this time. Oh, uh, no. Came back to it. Yep. <laughs> We're so glad you're here, friends. Thanks for being here this week and listening to our, our rambling. <laughs> we hope we see you again next week. Until then, we'll see you down the road. Bye. Bye.